I'm talking about, with each of my guests, real-life American culture. This is not some bloated, overproduced mass media conglomerate. Um, this, is, this isn't even polished. Uh, this is raw. Welcome to Deep Americana. I'm interviewing today uh, Jen Crum, who is uh, a woman and a teacher and uh, uh, an artist as well. How are you doing today, Jen? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm good as well. Um, well, let's let's start. Uh, what is your experience in, in our culture as a woman? What what? Uh... Where should I start? Uh, I grew up in a small town in central Pennsylvania and uh, was an only child. And um, I don't really know uh, where to, to to go from that into my experience as a woman, except that. therapeutic thing or yeah I do in fact I think that it's almost subconscious it's not like I do it and say oh okay now I feel happy because I was sad or something like that it's just, I think that 
I definitely know that if there's a day or two that I don't make art, I, I feel it. Like, right. what is he missing? And there were some years for me that I was not able to do so, but I feel really privileged because where I live, if you are an educator, even though educators in general make, uh, make a lot of comments that they don't make a lot of money, um, I feel pretty privileged. Where I live, the cost of living is pretty cheap, and it was something that after saving up for, after teaching for over 10 years, I was able to buy a home, and so having a spare room to make art in has really been a lifesaver for me, because right. like even today, like I'm working in my studio, it's in my house, um, I know that some artists have studios elsewhere and they, they go to them, but for me, I just feel like it, it needs to be in the home, and I think that that also is part of the connection to my childhood when, when I make art, because it was something I always did at home, um, and you know, I think when I make art, it, it actually brings me back to this childlike experience that it, it could, could relate to the type of work I make as well, which is, I wouldn't say childlike, but it, it does have somewhat um, endearing types of aspects with a lot of color and, and fantasy elements. What, what drove you to be a teacher? And, and she wasn't. You know, she's like, nah, she's like, you know what, the summer before you go in, you know, just 
personality. I think what was really amazing, though, was once I got out and I was in art school, I realized, like, oh, this is where I fit. Right. <laughs> So, and I know we talked about this a little bit before, uh, how, how do you feel about the teacher's wages thing? I know you kind of alluded to it. You're planting seeds and, and you know, and, and growing them, really, you know? Yeah, yeah, but I think that's what it's about. And I feel like, I don't want to sound really philosophical here, but I feel like, I'm only 43, but I feel like the older I get, I realize that what really matters in life is just to be a good person. And, like, the, right. the connections you make with other people and the influence you have and, and just even giving a little bit of joy to a kid's life that you don't really know what's going on at home. You know, they don't always explain it or show. Right, right. I think kids today it's so much more complicated with the technology age. Like, I think the sad part of technology is there's so many parents that they're on their own their phone versus spending time with their kid. And their right. kids that come to school end up sort of bouncing those points off on people like me that are actually hanging out with them. I think that's where it also is kind of strange for me because I find, like, I wouldn't say that I'm friends with my students, but I do find myself really excited about the Right, right. I realized that some of the 
Oh, yeah. That's okay. Uh, poverty, but yeah, that's all right. It's I there. It's a really powerful thing to, uh, to be around children. As far as what I make for a living, I've, I've always said to myself, like when I was in college for art, I wouldn't go anywhere near the food that had like steak, like meat. Like I just got ramen noodles and left. <laughs> and right. then I got a job at Domino's Pizza, which worked out because I could get free food on the job. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So I, I always said when I was 21 in art school, if, when I'm a teacher, if I just have a job and I have enough money, yeah. I yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, right. I'm in a good place right now. Like, I finally just paid off all my college loans two years ago. I, I got my master's later on at a prestigious school in and that wasn't exactly cheap. But, you know, it helped me get the job I have now because the ironic part is even though I may be teaching in an area that's rather impoverished, we're only 30 miles from State College, which right. is becoming a booming That's pretty awesome, man. And I, I don't know. I, I, I do know uh, with art and stuff like that, it, it, I think it's very therapeutic. I think it's kind of ridiculous. It's taken out of, uh, you know, a lot of funding gets cut. It's I could go on a rant about it, but right. Uh, kids only get art where I teach uh, about like once a week for forty-five minutes. So wow. we're actually six days. Like that's pretty wild. Hmm? I said that's pretty wild. It's pretty sad. Yeah. That's all right. I'm going to ask you one more question. It'll be completely not based on anything we're talking about. Hey, yeah, I think we're done. Uh, okay, so what are your thoughts on homeless people?
charity events like that, and I try to, but right. I get frustrated because I feel like the consumerism is just taking over the, the America <laughs> and doing things isn't really like taking hikes, it's like going and buying stuff. And when you know there's times where homeless people in the country or the world, and we live in a really um, material-based society, it's it's something that, that needs to to be addressed. So. That's a good thing, though, that it's being, you know, yeah. you guys are recognizing that in your schools, because that is, I think, where it starts out, and I think, you know, it, yeah, it, it's, uh, it's good. Yeah, you know, it makes me think of what happened to me a couple weeks ago. I was leaving this local grocery store, and, and I don't live in, in, like, a metropolis or something. It's, I would say it's, like, small towns. So it's like you're a few miles off the road from where I live, which is actually kind of in the country, like farmland and woods. I get to the local grocery store, and it isn't that big, but you come out to a red light when you're leaving this grocery store parking lot, which is kind of like a Walmart, and uh, this woman is standing on the berm, like, before you turn out the yield to get on the highway, right. which is just a one-lane highway, but she's got a sign, she just says, I'm homeless, I've got three kids, I need help, you know, and I had all these groceries, and I think the most frustrating thing is that produce is so expensive, and it's like, that's so much healthier than Doritos, but it's a lot more expensive than a bag of Doritos or, or Burger King, you know? Right. And I had all this food, and I know I had some cash in my wallet, which I don't always have. And so I rolled down the window, you know, it was like a quick thing to just to be nice and give her something. And I gave her a $5 bill, because that's all I had. But I gave her this whole bag of groceries that had, like, apples and stuff. Because she put on there, she has kids, you know? Right. And I just was like, for the kids, you know? And she didn't speak any English either. She that's didn't, okay. She seemed to be... Man, then you, I, I'll, I'll tell you this right now, then you haven't been in a lot of places because there's like <laughs> lots of homeless people now. Yeah, yeah. Lots of them. And it's, 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 it's really, sorry to cut you off. Sometimes it's really hard to see that if, if like what you said, if, if it's not prevalent around you and your experience when you're moving around and what you're doing. But yeah. it's, it's fucking there. I've slept with them before. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I, I, I spent a summer, um, there's a point to this. I spent about a week at a summer camp when I was 19 in between colleges yeah. thinking, I guess I was a little older, I was like 22. I was thinking I would have a good experience at an art-based camp to learn how to teach art with these art-based, I don't know, it was like an art camp. But I didn't realize it's like upper middle class. I, I couldn't do it. Yeah. I, I quit within the week because I just wasn't used to dealing with people that had so much money that they just were really careless and frivolous about how they treated others right. and materials. And, and I think that's why I realized like every once in a while we have people that will talk about sending their kids to private school. If they want to do that, that's their kid. But I, right. I like being in the public because I feel like we do see a lot of poverty and I think when people say the word homeless, like when you ask it out, I think of a guy that's on the street in a box has nothing. But I think that there, it goes beyond that. Right. 
right. Well, just like what you were talking about with children in your school, you know, that population, that 20%. I mean, it's... Yeah. That's huge. That's terrible. Yeah. I, I try, and that's why, like, I got, like, I don't do a lot of sales with my art. But, like, right now, I got a couple little local coffee shops where right. I have some work. And I even address, like, on Facebook to kind of put it out there to try to get people to buy some prints that are, like, playing for 25 bucks. Right. Like, I put there, like, most of the money I'm going to... That's it. Thanks for listening to this episode of Deep Americana. Share with others. Tell your family. Keep talking to each other out there. Peace, love, and guns and roses.